Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your girl, Nee Baby. You're now tuned in to your podcast. And I'm currently playing Shanae or Chinny. Say my name in the background. It's spelled C-H-E-N-E-Y. And it's called Say My Name. it's a vibe what's goody everybody how y'all feeling how y'all doing today i meant to upload this podcast definitely last night but i have been so busy doing some studying and some researching and you know reading and re-watching stuff so before we get into the depths of the conversation today today we're going to be talking about p valley and the shy two of uh my favorite tv series right now besides tyler perry sisters and listen everybody who, who watched tyler perry uh tv shows and movies you already know the only motherfucker that can act on tyler perry is fucking tyler perry you know everybody that that acts on tyler perry shows I, I don't know the acting is just suck unless he got some seasoned actors that's playing you know his roles in, in, in his tv shows but uh when it comes to p valley and the shy p valley right now has everybody in a choke hold and so we're gonna double this back all the way to season one and season one in p valley you know what i'm saying everybody wasn't all that bucked up everybody loved uncle clifford for his his real his rawness him being um who he is as a gay man him his dressing his hair let me tell you something Uncle Clifford is a bad bitch. Uncle Clifford rule 94.5. Don't never let no nobody tell you you ain't no bad bitch. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know if that's a rule, but it sounds like it should be a rule in Uncle Clifford handbook. You know what I'm saying? So when you when you break down P-Valley, it's a lot of fucking storylines that's going on. But if you go all the way back to season one, the storyline was, was surrounded by the paint. Now, the paint is, you know, for everybody who has not watched P-Valley, but I know out of the billions and millions of people in this world, a lot of us don't watch the P-Valley, you know what I'm saying? So P-Valley is about a strip club owned by uh, Uncle Clifford, which is a gay man who, you know, who's running the strip club with all his, you know, black dancers and stuff like that. He pays them great. You know, they all have a family bond in there. You have your main characters, which are the main strippers, which is Mississippi, which is Keyshawn. And then you got Mercedes, you know what I'm saying? Um, Brandy Evans, if y'all don't know who she is, Brandy Evans has been in a lot of, you know, movies and um, videos and, you know, stuff like that with different artists or whatever. I love me some Brandy Evans. Um, and then you got Lil Murder, who is a rapper, but he is on the down low, but he's not really with women. You know, he's fully with men, but don't nobody know his, you know, his, 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 his MO, you know what I'm saying? So, when you watch season one in P-Valley, you know what I'm saying, you have a rain of fucking questions. You know what I'm saying? A rain of fucking questions. First of all, we all know it is a lot of down-low, hardcore men that are in the rap industry. We know this for sure. We know this for sure. Everybody, you know, allegedly, I'm going to say allegedly, everybody want to talk about PDD, 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 Mr. Love, Mr. Love, Mr. Love. But, you know, allegedly, it's a lot of stuff going on with P. Diddy, you know what I'm saying? But it is a lot, a lot, a lot of down-low gay men. And if you go through season one, you know what I'm saying, you can kind of understand Lil Murder, him wanting to keep his reputation, you know, him being a rapper, him being up and coming, so you can kind of understand why. But what a lot of people fail to realize is if you come out as gay 
and you have you have way more support than a heterosexual even though heterosexuals do support each other but if you you know if you was a gay rapper you know look at Lil Nas X you know look, look at Saucy Santana and then look at all these it's a lot of other gay rappers you know what I'm saying as well that we're not speaking on who are you know real raw and authentic so when you fast forward it and you jump into season two and you get to know Big Teak okay Big Teak is going through a traumatic experience. He was he was molested as a child. He was beat on, and he watched his siblings die as he ran for his life. Now, Big Teak didn't know anything other than being molested by who he was molested by. And a lot of men who are molested by males, you know, that kind of triggers their sexuality, but they're not talking about their trauma and what they're actually going through and what they're actually, you know, experiencing. A lot of men don't really be gay just because they didn't been molested. That does not make you gay. You know what I'm saying? That does not make you have to be with a man. That does not say, you know what? I got my manhood taken from me. Let me just go be with a dude. You know what I'm saying? That, 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 that's not the case. But in this situation, Big Teak was also dealing with a lot of other demons and a lot of other burdens that was on him when it came to his childhood, him being locked up and all that. But these are things that we are not bringing to the forefront and we're not making safe spaces for our black men to talk about these things it's a lot of black men right now that have children have baby mamas that are married but secretly in their mind they are fighting demons from being molested as children being molested as teenagers being molested by uncles and aunts and and women you know what i'm saying all we're doing nowadays is we're, we're putting out there what women go through we're putting out there what women go through but the reason with another reason another thing that we're not doing we're not putting out there what men are going through men are also experienced don't experiencing domestic violence men are also experiencing rape rape men are also going through these things but they're too prideful they're too strong and they you know got too much going on and they don't want to talk about it they don't want to open it up and so when these different tv shows are talking about these uh things and these tv shows are putting these things out in the limelight so many heterosexual men are offended by the sex scenes between murder and uncle clifford and murder and big t and and but they have nothing to say about the mercedes experience you have nothing to say about the Mercedes experience, but you have all things to say about what's going on between male and male. Why? Because you are afraid to have these conversations. You don't have a safe space to say, you know what? You know, I, I was having these thoughts at one point in time because this is what I've been through. You know what I'm saying? Like men, black men at that. Black men are not talking about the traumas that they've been through. You know what they're doing? They're beating on women. They're tearing women down. They're hanging out all times tonight. They're drinking. They're drugging. They're partying. They're shooting nice. They're doing everything to fill in that void of communicating and really getting off on their chest what they've been through. And what P-Valley is doing is opening up a lot of can of worms and the shot as well. And the reason why I say the shot as well is because we all know the role that uh, uh, Victor is playing, which is uh, Luke James. You know, Luke James was with a trans woman and then, and you know, somewhere down the line, which I had did my little homework on her she said she left the show without her uh uh agent even knowing that she was leaving the show and she told her story about why she left the shy but i just hope she don't get blacklisted you know what i'm saying that people don't want to work with her for her choosing her you know and her beliefs and her standing on you know her fall her standing for something other than falling for anything but when you talk about the shy and you speak about the shy here's a man who's given an opportunity to be a councilman and be a part of you know the city and change the city and do what he has to do but he has to change his image and change what he's doing to appeal to the voters 
because people wouldn't want to vote for you if you were gay. People wouldn't want to support you as a, a black man if you were a trans woman, a woman. So these topics that are being discussed in these TV shows, it's hitting home for a lot of people because it's triggering them because they're not opening up and they're not talking about what they're going through. Do you know how many men sleep with trans women and then once they're figured out and once they're found out, they want to cause domestic violence against those trans women? Do you know that it's a lot of men that are on the DL that has committed murders and crimes against trans women? against trans women and what pose did what pose did that upset me was pose upset me in a lot of ways now i love pose now i love pose because the simple fact that it talked about ballroom it talked about gays it talked about you know drag it talked about dressing up and talking about being a part of families when you know you, you're not accepted by your family and you know being out on the street in those times but what pose failed to realize is they wasn't just out here catching HIV from each other because they were having unprotected sex. Only the black communities, only the gay communities were going through HIV because of unprotected sex. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of self, you know, and, and when we speak of HIV, allegedly, when we speak of HIV, we all know that it is a man-made disease that is curable. But they will tell you that it is not curable. Just like they will tell you that a psychedelic is one of the most illegal drug substances that you can take. When they're not telling you that psychedelics is something that helps you see that the veil is thin. Helps you see the spiritual realm that you need to see. Help you communicate with your ancestors. Help you go through a deep meditational um, experience and have you connected to the universe and the ancestors and your forefathers and the creator above. They tell you that psychedelics are harmful to you when they're not teaching and telling you that priests use psychedelic preachers use psychedelic shamans who back in the day was 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 curing a lot of stuff use psychedelic psychedelic is one type of herb and plant that comes from the universe that nobody know where it came from you knew where the fungi and the algae grew you knew you you knew what where the sunflowers and the trees grew but nobody can tell you like if you do your research nobody can tell you actually where the shrooms came from only that it came from out certain pits of the earth and that when it was eaten and consumed it was helped to give you know enlightenment and and help you get to your uh, a higher self and your higher state of mind so when you speak on you know these shows and stuff like that especially pose when it talked about hiv i just didn't like the way they uh made it seem like hiv was only in the black gay community you know what i'm saying like it is, it, is you know, like, it's crazy. But, you know, they, they will tell us all these things. That's why I tell y'all all the time, when it comes to healing yourself, we would rather go to the doctor and get over-the-counter medicines and get pumped up with pain meds and narcotics. I used to be addicted to opioids. When I got addicted to opioids, I got shot in 2010. 2010, I got shot and had to have open knee surgery. 2010, I got shot and had open knee surgery, which caused me to be on nothing but hard narcotics and opioids, painkillers, constantly, constantly. So I got addicted to them. Once that fix was not met in certain ways, I ended up leading to ecstasy pills. Once that fix wasn't met in certain ways, I ended up leading to Xanax and, you know, and, and, and other, you know, pill or sedatives that make me feel a type of way. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all they would give me. If I was in pain, that's all they would give me was lower tabs, uh, uh, narco tens, this, that, and the third, this, that, and the third. They would never suggest tea, exercising, yoga, 
eating healthy. If you knew that the amount of meat that you consume fucks up your bloodstream, clogs your arteries, fucks up your cholesterol, fucks, fucks up your bloodstream, causes you to have cancerous diseases flowing into, causes you to have uh, shortness of breath, causes you to have migraines, causes you all these health issues, we would still consume all this meat. Now, I don't eat meat anymore. I do fish and shrimp every now and then. Me and my wife, I'm, I'm you know, vegan, pescatarian, pescatarian, vegan, however you want to say it. But I don't consume meat anymore, and I feel a lot better. The only thing I have been dealing with is my pain from my arthritis. You know what I'm saying? So I told my wife, like, if it's some teas or something that I can drink and I can take to keep me from this, I got me some Tiger Bomb. I was telling everybody about the Tiger Bomb. You know what I'm saying? Tiger Bomb, red, uh, extra strength will help you out with your joint, your knee pain, and stuff like that. But teas, honeys, and black seed oil and sea moss, we see all this on social media, but we're not researching it. We're not figuring out what's the cure of it. But that's a different conversation, a different topic of a different uh, for a different day. But right now we're talking about the percentage of men and the amount of black men who are not open enough to talk about what they've been through in the past. Great molestation, you know, and, and, and as a, us as women, we're so busy putting what we got going on in, in the limelight. We're not taking the time to have uncomfortable conversations with our husbands, with our brothers, with our nephews, you know, with our cousins to figure out what happened. My mom used to always have uncomfortable conversations with me and my sister about what happened in her lifetime, what happened with her cousins. One of her cousins, you know, he was uh, uh, confused about his sexuality because he was molested by a woman cousin and a male cousin in their family. Now, him and my mom, you know, both was raped by the same female cousin. Okay, but he was taken advantage of by the female cousin and the male cousin, which caused him to question his sexuality and made him deal with a lot of demons and a lot of burdens from not talking about it. That's why I say when we as black people, one generational curse that we have to know we have to break is what goes on in this house stays in this house. Because what you're doing is building up a, a wall for people not to communicate. What you're doing is building up a wall for your children not to understand, to communicate what's going on at school, what's going on at home, what's going on when you're at work, what's going on around them. That's what you're doing, and we have to stop doing that. We have to listen to our children. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what nobody say. If my niece, who is six years old, came to me and said, Aunt Nene, I was at school such and such touched me the wrong, wrong way. I didn't like it. I'm telling you as an adult. And I don't go to that school and do something about it. I am in the wrong. I am in the wrong. Because what she did was she chose me out of trust to, to tell me something in confinement in order for me to do something about it because she know I'm going to protect her as an adult. We have to start protecting ourselves, protecting our children. And most, a lot of us single mothers, we have boyfriends. Um, we have girlfriends and we're feeling comfortable with leaving them home with them. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Because the moment something happens to your child and you don't know exactly what, because that child is too young to speak or that child is too young to communicate or that child is too fearful of telling you anything because you don't do nothing about it when they do speak up, you know? It's a lot of things that, you know, we have to really bring to the forefront and bring to the light. But when you're watching P-Valley and you're watching The Shy, it's actually telling you a lot of things that are going on in these in these episodes, in these series. The storylines hit too close to home. You know, what Keisha went through, it hit too close to home to some of these victims and some of these, uh, as we would call, sex trafficked black women. 
What they did was put in a storyline of a black woman being held captive and nobody knew where she was and she was right in her own town, right in her own place by the person that she trusted at school, by the person that she was watching her, by people that you know, like it's so much in our own, we don't even know. Just like on TikTok, when a young man had walked upon an abandoned house and found that it was a woman handcuffed in the abandoned house and he called the police we're not checking these abandoned houses we too busy trying to mind our own business when it's people getting sex trafficked when it's people coming up missing when it's uh, more than enough black women that are coming up missing it's more than enough black women and black men from the ages of four to 63 that are found hung in parks found hung in front of their homes and, they, and they're calling it suicide we know about the black market. We know about the black web. We know about them selling organs and making millions and millions of dollars. Do you know how much you're worth? That's why when people be hollering about they broke, it confuses me. Because I'm like, you are a walking, you are a walking gold mine. 2.5 grams of your flesh is over $2,200,000. 2.5 grams of your flesh is over $2,200,000. Taking a piece of your skin and putting it on a scale and bagging it up and selling it for $222,000. So, what I'm saying is, while we're being triggered and while we're, you know, feeling traumatized by the TV shows that we're watching, all, them t all these TV shows are doing is opening you up to your vulnerability, opening you up for what you've been through, making you want to ask questions more. You can't be with no man and have a husband if you're not willing to have an uncomfortable conversation with him about what he's been through and he's actually being truthful about what he's been through. Men hold so much pride. Oh, I can get over it. I can fight it. I can fight it. But then they end up, you end up in a domestic violence situation and you wonder why you're getting beat on. You wonder why you're getting cheated on. You wonder why you're getting mistreated because he's dealing with generational curses that he don't know how to heal from because first, he don't know how to speak on it. Second, he don't know who to talk to and trust about it. Third, he don't know who to, who to uh, 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 mix and mingle with so that way he can express himself. So while we're watching these shows like P Valley and The Shire, we really need to be watching it with our pineal gland open, our third eye activated, and all our chakras healed and cleansed. We need to be watching this with a, with a different mindset than what we've been watching them in. Keyshawn's situation, how many of you women... And I want you to be honest, been in a domestic violence situation and you felt like you couldn't leave or when you tried to leave, you were trapped. It's so many women that has the same exact story as Keyshawn. And there's so many people out there that want to save these women like Keyshawn. You know how many women out there that's, that's Keyshawn that has been through what Keyshawn been through? The first step is admitting that you're going through something. Reach out. Call the police. I don't care who you got. But it took, only thing that pissed me off it was it took for him to beat on her children in order for her to see that this is somebody she should be. It was so many red flags in the Keyshawn situation. He was getting beat on at home. His daddy was beating his ass. His, his, his family didn't like black people. You in, you in Mississippi, you know, you're growing up, you moved to a different school, you know, it's a lot of different, you know, racism going on. And, and he was already going through a lot of stuff, so there's a lot of red flags. But because he was a source of protection to Keyshawn, she fell in love with him. 
because she he was a sort of a, a, a comfort and safe space. He apologized and made it better for two days. It is what it is. But, you know, when you speak on P-Valley and you watch the show, you know, it's a lot of topics that they're talking about. It's a lot of storylines that they're hitting on right now that are hitting home for a lot of these men. Especially when you go to Twitter, you look at the social media from all these uh, celebrities. Lil Duval, he's another one that was touched by. Now, I fuck with Lil Duval and his comedy and what he do, you know, uh, uh, the shoulders, the, the shoulders. Uh, uh, with Snoop Dogg and stuff, I really fuck with Lil Duval, but he was just a little bit too triggered by cert certain sex scenes for me that made me question what has he been through or what is some of these men um, that has something to say. And it's a lot of men who, you know, uh, was okay with it, but, you know, you have to understand the writer's point of view and who's writing these. And a lot of straight men are writing are writers and producers of these shows so y'all got to understand that as well you know y'all be trying to pinpoint everything out but y'all don't ever have nothing to say about the mercedes experience and y'all ain't definitely had nothing to say about uh coach being upset about his wife and and and, and fucking mercedes having a little fling on y'all wasn't upset about that y'all laughed at that but i felt like that was a pussy move you know coach can't be upset and then he ain't want to pay her 40 racks nah 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 that that's some shit unable to, to to shake back from you don't want to pay my 40 racks and i'm up here having sex with you and your wife but what i do believe is his wife is gonna come up and his wife is gonna make sure that uh mercedes is paid and make make sure mercedes is uh set and straight for life y'all listening to uh, your podcast thank y'all for tuning in if y'all have not got your virtual comedy show links please get your virtual comedy show links i am begging i am begging i am begging it's only five dollars we have over 800 links left to sell out um you can get to it by going to www.kneebabycomedy.org click the enter button click the three lines in the corner and go into my eventbrite and purchase your own virtual comedy show link help us sell out and if you're somebody who really wants to holistically change the way you eat think and breathe and you want to start getting your um health in order please shop at ps tonics also by going to www.kneebabycomedy.org click enter click the three lines up top click the ps tonics button it will direct you to the old double s apparel website you can use the promo code ttea to get you 15 percent off right now until the end of july on your teas your honeys and your yanni steams while they last we're selling out very very fast and i appreciate all my 126 customers that are helping uh, myself and my wife and her business and everything she has going on don't y'all forget to look for me always stand down always stand supported i love you all i shake till next time